Hello, and welcome to another episode of 16 Camera Keeps, the place where the 80s pass the death saves. Um, you may notice before we even start that we're a, we're one down um, this episode, just uh, as uh, poor Master Aldnib, otherwise known as the Bingle Bang Bang, uh, is, uh, is suffering the joy of uh, panto season coming early um, as he works in the theatre. Um, so uh, I will be poltoning um, <laughs> Aldnib for the evening. If you don't oh know no, you won't. Oh yes, I will. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh no, Alaria died in the first session. <laughs> oh, Sorry, even started. That's weird. <laughs> um, but yes, so uh, we're, I'll be uh, running Aldnib as an NPC. I'm going to basically, in the same way that if you are familiar with um, with uh, dice camera action, the old uh, Wizard of the Coast podcast they did. Um, where Poulton was very busy uh, or the player who played Poulton was very busy um, I will be doing what Chris used to do for Poulton and just going he's very quiet and thoughtful in the background and does some spells to help but also doesn't get him killed I think, I can't remember I've only about episode 60 on my re-listen anyway um... I mean that's quite a lot like him anyway oh yeah Liam does play quite a lot that way brooding and mysterious Mm -hmm. (laughs) That right. is his style. <laughs> and then comes in with like a, I know exactly what's happening because I know the exact lore of the land. Um, <laughs> uh, what the hell? Um, <laughs> I've written this world. How do you know that? Anyway, um, so uh, where were we last when we left off? Uh, let's uh, let's set the mood a little more, shall we, with some battle music. Just in case you hadn't got the idea previously. Um, <laughs> Again, sirenscape.com if you want to get such wonderful sounds like this. This is a yes. bugbear battle, um, even though there's no bugbear in this battle. Um, no. So, you I'm guys... Put one in! Put one in! Oh, just pull... Yeah, I'll stick one in quickly. Mogi from outside, who did the strength test, is going to come yeah, in. Yeah, just pull a bugbear um, out your ass and put it in. Ooh, uh, um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> own your kink. Um, so, uh, as... <laughs> As you this guys, took a really uh, weird turn. Yes, this is the Feywild <laughs> Theatre. It's ruined. Right <laughs> As you guys uh, have uh, been exploring Crendel and working out what's been going on, you were woken in the middle of the night um, to find that people were heading out to a strange Feywild carnival that was on the outskirts of the town. As you explored the uh, the town, you, the carnival, sorry, you played some games and had some fun before going into the main event which was the big top in the center of the carnival there you uh, met a, uh, a rather um dark looking figure um in both their demeanor and their clothing uh, by the name of and he's written it somewhere i believe it was william j martin um who apparently has been calling souls from crendel every night towards his carnival and getting them to fight for his own enjoyment. Um, He has explained this to newcomers as they come in. Um, As he has has called for who feels ready to uh, put themselves forward for the fight this evening, um, we had a moment where Ian's sword that uh, he had recently received from his uh, new deity flashed into light. It did. Lighting um, very awkward. Lighting the area around Ian to, uh, to let him know that Someone in his vicinity is not redeemable. Um, and Ian muttered to himself, <coughs> or whatever told me the sword wouldn't be subtle. <laughs> Would have been nice to know. 
So, this is where we pick up. Um, what would you guys like to do? Ian Great stands question. up with the sword. Oh, wait, did you have a question? Sorry. No, 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 that was me saying, great question. <laughs> what right. would we like to do? I know what Ian does. <laughs> Ian I don't know what stands you do. up with the sword, as you said. Ian stands up with the sword and goes, right, I'm really sorry for the interruption, but I have to say, a sword is telling me that there is an irredeemable person around. It would make it a lot easier on everybody if that person would just put their hand up and say, it's me. We can deal with this quietly. And then he stands looking around with that sort of teacher look of, well, it's your own time you're wasting if nobody's going to own up to it. And I'm guessing no one's going to own up to it. There is a, uh, there's a, a, a call of silence across the room as everyone turns to look at you, especially in the fact that you are bathed in light. Uh, uh, specifically moonlight um you uh you can see that the uh the ringmaster in the uh, center of the ring is also looking at you and there's a moment of silence as everyone just takes all this in and then you hear this weird kind of barked laughter coming from the uh from the man in the center of the ring um or mr martin um as he turns and points a cane towards you as ah we have a contender. No, we don't have a contender. That's not what I was saying. Oh, but you're lit by studio lights. And I'm you're putting yourself lit. forward. Mm. I'm lit by a moonblade. I didn't say I was putting myself forwards. Would you like Carry to on, please. Would you like to come down to the ring, Mr. Dragonborn? It has a name, you know. That's just really rude. Ah, we have a companion as well. Oh, no, 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 Excuse no, no. me. Apologies. I rarely have the pleasure of social formities before this. <laughs> Your names, please... Uh, and there is a glint over, as I said last session, uh, there's a, a moment where his face kind of flips between the, the kind of like different personas. Uh, there was a moment mm. where he looked a bit more like um, Danny DeVito as the penguin and very jovial at one point. At this point, he looks like butter wouldn't melt. <laughs> right, wait, wait. She's not involved, right? She's um, staying safe. She, can, I, can I whisper to Ian? Um, this is me whispering it's just so that you can oh, actually yeah. make out what I'm saying because my accent will not cater for whispering <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do do not give them your full name okay don't you give them yours either well, that was whispered back not. I'm a pixie. I know our pixie magic ways. Anyone, any fey creature, and I suspect a lot of these are, can have a lot of power over you if you give them your full name. So don't give them your full name and maybe say it slightly differently to normal, okay? Do you give them... What if I give him a fake name? I do I that. Mean, you could. 
Okay. Okay. Um, Ian, after that whispered chat, Ian's going to head up towards the <clears throat> ring. Go down towards the ring? Up. Excellent. She's going to fly after him. Okay. Um, <laughs> as uh, Just as you're having this whisper, I will say that Dizzy stands up and clears his mechanical throat. My name is Dizzy. It stands oh. for the Destructive Intelligent oh. Zealot Zonkin Unit. And I will be happy to take any inconsiderate actions you may put on these good people. And starts walking down the stairs himself in a very kind of like, well, I'm not standing for this kind of fashion. <laughs> so you, you follow after Dizzy as well. Oh so my god. You guys are going to move down. For those that are seeing uh, us on our, uh, on our uh, video, um, the swords <laughs> will be playing Dizzy. The shield will be playing... <laughs> <laughs> we play Ian. The leaf will be playing uh, Ilaria. The um, the uh, lute over here will be playing uh, Elknib. This is William J. Martin, and this is the uh, the panther that's obviously not a displacer beast at all. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. So Wink. not. <laughs> um, <where> about, <laughs> how about would you get into the ring then? Uh, especially as you've uh, you said you're going down towards the ring, Ian. And, uh, uh, my my first following. question was. Is Elgnib staying in the seats to cast his spells from there? Yes. Uh, as you get up and you start to walk down, Elgnib just does that kind of thing of, like, you know that when you're in the audience and you're next to the person that's being picked on by the comedian and you're doing that awkward, like... <laughs> Hiding your face behind your hand. Yes, just kind of like very uh, very calm and considerate and just uh, looking for a programme. and <laughs> yeah, very, very busy with other things right now. Nobody knows who this gentleman is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but... <laughs> Ian, as Ian walks past him or climbs past him wherever, like, I imagine they sidle out of the chairs into an aisle. Yep. Like, climb down the steps. Um, and Ian, Ian bends down to Elgnib as he goes past him and just says, stay out of it and you stay safe. And then carries on. Elgnib will just wink at you um, as you uh, as you start to head past and uh, mutters something about, don't worry, he's got you covered. Okay, Ian nods solemnly and then um, walks down the stairs and climbs over the barriers. Yep. I'm assuming they're like, it's like a low wall around Yep, so you've got a pit of sand and it's like this uh, like <laughs> two foot kind of uh, small picket fence kind of ring wall, okay. if you will, That's which good. you step over quite easily. And as Ilaria uh, flies, Ilaria doesn't even have to worry about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> just checking. We were imagining the same circus. <laughs> I will say, will say, just because uh, because of what's happening, Dizzy uh, intentionally stands on the uh, on the picket fence <laughs> to crush the bit that he stands on before stepping into the ring <laughs> and slams his boot down in this kind of very uh, "I'm the boss" kind of fashion. Of course, he does. <laughs> <laughs> And then he turns to you quickly, uh, Ian, and goes, uh, I, I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't know what I'm doing, so if you could take the lead. That's alright, Diz. I don't know what we're doing either. We're about to find out. Yes, of course. You're about to find out indeed. Welcome, one and all, to Martin's officiation. You newcomers have found yourselves worthy of challenging... My good friend, and gestures towards the panther, Otis. If you can survive, 
then I will gladly leave Crendel to rest. But if you don't survive, and if Otis enjoys his meal quite well, then I believe I will be here tomorrow night for a little more of your love light. And he grins and kind of bows toward the audience as he says it, and they all, all, in that weird sound that you heard last time where they don't look like they're enjoying themselves at all, but you can hear canned laughter and kind of clapping, <laughs> even though none of them are moving. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> so, care to face your fears? And he smiles. So we're, so we're just fighting the panther? Oh, would you like some more? And he, f oh. he flicks his cane and it kind of oh. goes from a pole into a flat-edged blade and goes, I oh. can always join the flurry myself. No, I just said, I just wanted to be clear what was happening before it happened, you know? All you have to do is beat Otis fair and square. He has had less challenges at one time, but also he's taken more. Isn't that right? And he grins towards the audience and there's kind of like a... <gasps> I feel like there's a trick. I feel like something... This isn't just fighting a panther, is it? Otis has his own... little ways. And you hear this kind of like low growl from behind him now as Otis starts to kind of pour up behind uh, William. Um, Ian turns to uh, Ilaria and Dizzy and uses a low voice to say um, neither of you two speak to animals um, good question <laughs> I don't think I actually can <laughs> I might be a druid but I, I didn't pick any of those spells <laughs> I can talk to animals, I just can't understand them when they talk back. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, Soz. Oh, that... Alright, just wondered if we'd have a shot of talking to him in advance, but no, it don't matter. It don't matter, we gotta... I've gotta fight him. It was me, it was my sword that lit up. Well... Um, um, I've got a feeling that this might be a little bit harder than we are anticipating, um, but we're heroes, so we will win. Aye. We've got our secret weapon up in the seats, nodding towards Elgnib. <laughs> Who winks, from, who winks from the, the sidelines again. I don't know why he's winking so much tonight. I was going to say, why is he winking Elgnip, so much tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you oh. subtle little bitch. <laughs> I hope you can hear this when you're editing this later. And Liam's editing this later and he's just like, what did he do to my character? <laughs> He's oh, never playing Alcnip again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that sort of bard, Stephen. Um, anyway. <laughs> and then he beats me and tells me to go back and do it better. Anyway, um, so. Do it again, Daddy. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, 
So it's, you, you're currently saying uh, you're currently saying that you're going to fight to move awkwardly away from this quickly. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're uh, kind of I'd... bringing the crew in in your little like huddle. Yeah. Just out of interest, yep. Ian is curious. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work because the uh, Martin's too close to the panther, but I wanted to try. Ian wanted to try walking near the panther and then walking back near Martin's because obviously I am assuming as the player that Martin's is the irredeemable one. But Ian would hate to kill something <laughs> that, is not, that is the wrong um... thing. Well, they're both just standing, waiting for your response, and you kind of start walking towards them, if that is what you'd like to do. Does the, does the sword get brighter if I'm closer to Martin? Um, you notice that as you walk towards Martin, the light seems to almost like... It's like he's a vacuum, and it's trying to absorb the light from the blade. Ah, uh, okay. And then what happens if I go near the panther? As you go towards the panther, um, it continues to try to even... Even though you're stepping away from him, there's still like a a draw towards uh, Martin. Okay, that has that has solidified in Ian's head that Martin is the bad guy. Um, I know, I know this is really dumb, and I know this is like for a player, this sounds really stupid. Ian doesn't want to kill anything unless he has to. Make so um, make an insight check for me. Definitely wants to make sure. That um, the panther isn't the bad guy in disguise, and that it is actually Martin's. A seven. Seven. You even with the low roll, uh, and especially for uh, for for Alaria, who's just watching on from this way, you'd both notice that there is almost like that moment where Bilbo and um, and Frodo are in. Um, uh, I can't remember <laughs> where it is, uh, but where, when he shows the ring for the first time, and he has that flash of evil. Uh, and there's almost yeah. that excitement and wanting uh, the blade, okay. but he then calls himself back um, from yes. Martin. Okay. Oh. Ian, Ian does a little nod to himself. As, as you know, now he's, he's worked it out, but he's happy. So, are we at an accord? <laughs> would you like to... Uh, would you like to chance your luck, or would you like to offer someone else a go? At saving Grendel. Why would we put someone else in danger? It is your choice. And he just grins towards you. Uh, I'm going to move you because you are currently closer towards him uh, with this instance. Yep. Say you're about there. So you're about five foot away from both of them. Okay. And then the other guys are uh, about for our audience. Apology on the audio p- podcast. Uh, so the 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 ring itself being about 60 foot in diameter. Um, you've got uh, currently Ian is in the center with uh, the displacer beast and the, um, the 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 ringmaster five foot or so either way from him. And then on the e- eastern. Edge, uh, Alaria, and Dizzy are currently stood watching. Um, what would you like to do, guys? She's Ian. going to take her quarterstaff and just hold it ready. She very visibly is ready for a fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At six inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> As you float there next to uh, uh, 
uh, next to uh, next to the uh, the six and a half foot tall uh, warforged who, who just looks at you uh, and just kind of uh, does a gentle like fist bump on the side of you and then pulls his yeah. pulls his great sword off his back and does as best as he can to grin. Um, <laughs> um Ian nods again to himself and then casts breath weapon at Martin. Excellent. Um, wow. Whoa. <laughs> I know. We'll take, I know. It, we'll take it as a sudden surprise before rolling initiative. What do we need to sure. do with your breath weapon, Mr. Ian? Um, so he needs to... Um, make with a white... Make a constitution Constitution. Okie dokie. Where is Martin's stats, please? There he is. Constitution save would be... Ooh, that's... Wow. So that's a natural uh, nine, which becomes a four um, <laughs> when I uh, when I roll. Because there's a minus five <laughs> in constitution. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so he failed the constitution save. Okay. So he now gets um, 2d6 cold damage, which I am rolling. That's 11 cold damage. 11 cold damage. Lovely. And with that, Crazy. as you turn, you see your your friends on the edge of, uh, edge of the the ring start to get themselves ready. You turn again, and as you turn, you exhale as hard as possible, uh, yeah. igniting those glands at the back of your throat that let out that cold energy, and it just snakes across the ground and starts to crawl up the legs of Martin, uh, who does not look like he enjoys that whatsoever. Um, I'd like you all to roll initiative. <laughs> oh, natural 20! Natural 20! Yes. Oh, my um, oh, we're all rolling quite 20, good. 20, 20, 20, 23 for me! 23 oh for Alaria. <laughs> what was yours, Ian? Sorry? 21 for Ian. 21 for Ian, and I just need to jump over to my stats for Elgnib to keep an eye on him. He is plus four. Roll for me. Oh, well, let me I roll because... a 19, Emma. Oh, dude. I'm so... I'm also so proud oh, that you didn't roll it in the bin. I didn't, no. I you haven't done that in weeks, but every time you roll, I'm always like, oh, it might be the bin, it might be it's the, the bin. It's the, the yeah, bin. it's the fear, isn't it? It's the, but now it's happened. Okay. I'm, I'm scared for you, so I'm, I'm really proud. Every time you roll high, it doesn't go in the bin. <laughs> so... We start the top Friends of the round. Each other. <laughs> we start the yeah. top of the round then, my loves, um, with Ilaria. You are yeah. currently, uh, for our audience, so you're aware, so you've got uh, 10, 20, 25 feet ahead of you, slightly to your right, is uh, the now slightly uh, frigid-looking um, William, who has just been blasted with cold by Ian, and another 10 feet behind him is uh, Otis the Displacer Beast. Uh, what would you like to do? Um. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I would like to. <laughs> uh, I would like to. Uh, with my uh, move. Yep. Ten feet, if that. Yeah, ten. Just ten. Yep. So you move ten feet in. Uh, yep. Into further into the ring. Yep. And and then. Uh, would like to cast with Ooh. one of my uh, wild shape point things um, 
but using my first feature, Starry Form Archer. Ooh. Excellent. What does it's that a ranged do? spell attack of 60 feet, so obviously I'm well within it anyway. Yep. Um, I just have to roll for damage. Uh, roll to hit and then roll for damage. Okay. Um, but basically, it's um, if if it's successful, I get a constant the archer constellation on my body, and then uh, it it sends a magical arrow at whichever beast I'm uh, aiming at. Fancy, go for it. I know. I just live for the stars, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> ten. <laughs> Who are we trying to hit? Are we trying to uh, hit? The... Uh... Mr. Martin, please. Mr. Martin, okay. So, Mr. Mm. Martin uh, is currently sl batting down this ice that has started to crawl up, and as he turns and sees you, you uh, take focus, uh, you have this uh, moment of, like, throwing your, your arms out as this uh, magic arrow shoots off towards him, um, and he just bats it away with uh, his blade, uh, kind of deflecting it somehow, especially with it being a magical kind of energy bolt that hits it he somehow manages to deflect it away um for ian who is quite close to him uh, you can see that there is a slight kind of draw of energy that he pulls from the light as it hits off him and it kind of absorbs into his being and then he kind of just turns in, in its kind of look of shock towards the uh, the rather small flying pixie that has just thrown a bolt of energy towards him uh, well i said otis but i'm happy to get on board um, anything else for you, Alaria? Um. No, I'm trying to remember spell rules, so no. Okay, not a problem. So after that happens, that brings us to William, who is going to uh, very um, nimbly start cartwheeling around the side of uh, Ian. <laughs> what a knob. And just starts cartwheeling, <laughs> flipping around, and then lands on his feet behind Ian, and is and a one, and slashes towards you, Ian. Um, that is going to be. Let's just have a look here. That's not going to hit. That's an eleven to hit. Um, that's just on, so that would hit, wouldn't it? Huh? Or is it? What's your your AC is eleven? Yeah. What AC? How what, does uh, Pixie have a higher AC? No idea. What what armor are you wearing as a uh, as a paladin? I am wearing a boo 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 boo. Where's it gone? Oh my God, where do I find my armor on? Here? Inventory. Yeah, inventory. In your, you have put it on, haven't you? And then equipment. This is where I find out I actually haven't put it on, and I'm like, oh, how embarrassing. Um, I think you start with chainmail as a as a paladin. I was going to say, why is my AC that low? Bear with, bear with, bear with. <laughs> I was going to say, my... that doesn't sound right. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I hadn't put it on. So I'm wearing it, so no, he doesn't hit. <laughs> so... I believe your AC would be 16 with uh, with chainmail. Or oh, 17, there we go. Excellent. Yeah. Thank God for that. I, I will oh say, God, we I did say like, that everyone had their really equipment nice. on before they left, so I'm not being like uh, a pushover here. You <laughs> did say, I've, I've got everything geared up as I head out. Um, excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So he slashes towards you just as somehow magically the game loads and your uh, your uh, the, the 
the sprite for you with armor on appears instead of you just naked. Um, everyone dreams themselves naked, of course. Uh, Alright. Um, uh, as he's flicked here. Uh, okay. Um, Otis! Um, and that will be his turn. That will bring us to Master Elgnib, who from the sidelines will cast. Where is his. Uh, Where's his spells? His spells, I say. I'm going to say that he casts... Probably that. That sounds quite fun. Um, <laughs> at second level. Uh, you know Liam's going to listen to this and be like, Oh, I wouldn't have done that. Oh, that's a bad miss. <laughs> oh, that's a bad choice. <laughs> Why is he cocked me? <laughs> fucking hell, love. Have you heard me when I play D&D? &D? Um, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, fucking hell, fucking hell. <laughs> um, so he focuses in on Otis, because I believe Otis is in, is in range, um, and starts to just... Uh, from the sidelines where you guys won't be able to see because you're currently focused on these uh, two uh, adversaries. Uh, he starts to just uh, whisper under his hand and it starts to echo under the air itself and starts to crawl across the air in this weird, very creepy way into the ears of um, of the uh, the displacer beast. Uh, he must make... Uh, Terry must make a wisdom saving throw. Otis. Oh, little kitty cat. This is where Steve has so much rolling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's going to fail. Yes, his save DC is 13, so that fails. So uh, poor little Otis will be taking um, 3d6 psychic damage. Ooh, Ooh, eight. Uh, 11 points of psychic damage. And oh. um, on a failed save, it uh, must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. The creature doesn't move into an obvious danger, such as fire or pit. On a successful save, okay, cool. So, um, with that, then, uh, I'll jump back over to my map. Excuse me. Um, I believe that Otis will be uh, trying to crawl away um, oh. with a speed of 40 feet. Um, he starts to move. 5, oh. 10, 15, 20, uh, and then we'd have to crawl over that. So that'll take a good 10 feet of movement uh, and moves out of the ring itself. So it's currently uh, just crawl, like scarpered like a cat, just uh, being sprayed with water. Uh, starts crawling across the sand and then jumps over the uh, the small uh, ledge and turns and looks over the pit uh, towards oh. the uh, towards you lot in there. It's uh, its tentacles over the top, almost like those hands on that little like snooping kind of uh, drawing that everyone used to draw as kids. Um, <laughs> oh. um, and that is uh, Eldibster. That brings us to you, Ian. What would you like to do as you currently have? Uh, Ian moves this? towards. Um... Martin. Yep. Is the map gone? There he is. Uh, so he's directly behind you, so you don't have to move. Right, directly behind, right. So don't, don't no, around. he's not. He's directly behind um, Dizzy's I've icon. Excuse me, I've, uh, I've yeah, used the wrong... True. This is my thought... fault. <laughs> no, no, I'm just making sure that the anybody yeah, watching I... that knows as well. Yep. 
There I we go. To, I thought I'd missed we it. We did okay. say this earlier, and I got confused because in my head. It's okay. This is why I normally uh, I normally have better uh, definitions and things. But you know, <laughs> Albert. You're now playing like several people as well. We know where we've said that Ian did go over. We've said that. Uh, yep. but he cartwheeled around Ian, so yeah, I've just <laughs> yeah. swapped them over there. Nobody look behind the man in the curtain. Oh, a um, knob. Anyway, um, you turn <laughs> around. Wheeling around. <laughs> you turn around to see right. uh, Martin behind you. Okay, I'm going to slash at him with my moon sword. Go for it. And because it's a melee weapon. Yep. Now hold on, hold on, because it already does extra damage because it's lit. It's lit. Um, debating casting thunderous smite on it at the same time. Up to you, my dear. Uh, yeah, sod it. Right, gonna, we're gonna slash at him with the moon sword. Yep. So that is a. Does uh, an eleven hit? Uh, where is he? Uh, unfortunately, it does not. Um, Didn't think it did. Excuse me. So you turn and you uh, you you in the same way that he did he flicked towards you with his blade and it doesn't seem to to do any damage whatsoever you turn and you swing for him and as you do he just kind of ducks under it and grins towards you it had to try better than that I will I'm just reading a thing Nothing. sorry you ward a creature within range against the herd. Okay. Um, then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast uh, Sanctuary. Sanctuary, yep. To ward um, Laria. Okay. Oh, what does Sanctuary so, do? So she is... So you ward a creature against attack. Yep. Within range against attack. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature first make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell however you are not protected from area effects such as the explosion of a fireball excellent okie dokie um, lovely also a warning um, if the warded creature makes an attack casts a spell that affects an enemy or deals damage to another creature the spell ends Okay, cool. You can still do it, but the, you will not be warded any longer. Okay. Excellent. Right, so with that then, is there anything else for you, Ian, or are you staying where you are? I'll have another go in a minute. I've just got to wait for my turn. <laughs> Lovely. What Ian said. So you take that swipe. It doesn't seem to work. You turn... <laughs> You focus your energies, and there's a, a mote of moonlight that kind of absorbs around the starry form of uh, Ilaria as she is just in the middle of doing her archery thing um, in the terms of like D and D happening at the same time and stuff like that. Um, lovely. Um, is it? Ian's just being an ass now. And that will bring us to Otis, who has just heard his uh, his master shout, uh, "Come on!" Uh, and shakes its head and just kind of roars. And pounces back over the uh, uh, over the sheet, uh, the sheet, the uh, the uh, the lip. So 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, 10, 15. Uh, so it charges in behind you, Ian. Um, unfortunately, let me just double check this. 
Uh, blah, 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 blah. No, it doesn't. So it doesn't have any other thing it can do. Um, Ah, I didn't read that. Um, I need to uh, do one thing. Uh, let me just do that. Uh, but yes, uh, with that, he... Uh, uh, excuse me, trying to words. Uh, he charges back over, starts pounding across the sand, and then skids to a stop behind you as he comes in, trying not to knock you into his master on the other side of you, uh, and has nothing else he can do. Which brings us to Desert, who will be... Uh, hey! Also doing a bit of a run towards people. Uh, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Gets in behind Martin as he just comes running up. And as he runs, he places his great sword in a kind of like uh, like a sidebar fashion. So he's just going to run in and slap down the side of, uh, of Martin with it. Um, <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. Go for attack, which we would have advantage on because of you being there. That's going to hit. <laughs> So he does 2d6 with... Yes, 2d6 plus 4. Uh, that is 9 plus... Uh, excellent. So um, just because we like to keep it a little gruesome, as uh, as Dizzy is running forward, he's placed his blade in that kind of like side fashion where it's like sticking out like a lance that he's holding to one side. Just comes charging forwards. And as he does, he uh, he forgets his momentum and stops a little bit short of, no. uh, of, of running past Martin um, and turns and looks at Martin's head that is looking at him. Um, and he's like, okay, I, I thought I stopped a little bit afterwards and then looks back behind him to see that uh, Martin's body is a couple of feet behind him still. Um, oh. Oh <laughs> which, then, which then flumps to the ground um, because he just oh. murdered him. Um, oh my god! Ian! Um, Dizzy! Ian! He's not Ian. Dizzy! <laughs> um, but oh, with that... Uh, uh, it's when Otis goes crazy. So within 10 feet of him. Okay, so I need a constitution saving throw from Dizzy, from Ian, and from Otis, please. That one's going to pass. Ian got 13. 13, lovely. Um, Otis got 21, and um, uh, Dizzy got... Show off 21. Um, so let's double check what that does. Uh, okay, all of you pass. That's fine. Um, so there's a moment where um, all of you can see this, um, where as Martin's body drops to the ground, there is an explosion of black light that just kind of almost uh, makes this kind of small dust cloud um, in the center of the sand pit, uh, taking up about 10 feet either way. And then it kind of drops down to the point that all three of the people in that vicinity are shielding their eyes and then kind of shake it off. Uh, you are not blinded by the uh, by the, uh, the the explosion of light. Well Which <laughs> <laughs> brings us back to the top of the round with Alaria. You currently just have Otis to deal with. What would you like to do? Um. Yeah. Good question. Um, set him free just just grab him ride him I don't know <laughs> it's like I'm you loose. knew I had a plan then Um, I'm going to cast Thorn Whip okay cool Ooh, go for it 
Um, <laughs> casting thorn. Let me double it's check. It's 30 feet. Is that a roll to attack against him, man? Yeah. Okay, I will tell you that um, you have disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay. Just because of <laughs> just because of a feature, which we'll explain later. Um, so rude, but know, fine. Right? So you you may attack, but you have disadvantage. Uh, fifteen is my lower roll. Fifteen is your lower roll. It still hits. That's still good. <laughs> yes, I rolled a I rolled a fifteen and a twelve, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this never happens. <laughs> that is. Uh, wait, am I? Yes, it. That is just a straight three piercing damage. Three piercing, lovely. Mm. Um, so with and that, if the creature oh, oh. is large or smaller, yep, I pull the creature ten feet closer to me. It is indeed large, so he will be moving ten feet towards you. Five. I eight, don't know if I actually want that to happen, but it's going to. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So there is a moment where, so you turn, and after that explosion, you take your moment, you pull your hand out to uh, to uh, get into that position where you can cast Fawn Whip. And as you do, you focus on the body of the creature, and it feels like you're looking at two different images of it, slightly apart from one another. And you have to try focus on which one you're going to hit. And as you then slap the blur, the uh, the form whip against the body of it, it fixes in place, and there's only one panther sat there now, um, as the as the displacer uh, feature of the uh, displacer beast um, mm -hmm. allows it to have disadvantage on attack rolls against it until it's hit by an attack. Um, <laughs> yep, uh, excellent. So, uh, so you put uh, you then after you uh, feel the vine whip wrap around its torso, pull it, and then as you kind of go, oh, I kind of didn't want that. You pull the vine whip back and kind of just wait to see what happens. Uh, anything else for you, Alaria? No, no. Excellent. That is going to bring us to Elgin. Might regret that. <laughs> Um, Elgnib, what are you doing, dearest? Also, you will now lose sanctuary because you uh, attacked yeah. someone. Um, that's fine. Yeah, it's that's okay. Um, let me just double check how far um, Elgnib is from here. So that's 10, 20, ah, just out of range. I reckon he would move then. Um, so he just gets up and starts to move down towards the aisle and comes to sit at the edge of the ring um, where he will then cast Bane on the uh on the uh on the displacer beast i'm not using i'm purposely for audience and for you two as well i'm purposely not using um Aldnib's features that uh that liam has written in his uh his game yes. master feats just because okay. i want him to have the full like i'm unveiling what i've done so i will yeah. play his spells he's given me but for all intents and purposes it. um it's not my place to show off those things um so uh, he casts bane so Bane does. Up three creatures you choose. So I'd say stick it on first level because he doesn't want to waste a spell slot on something that he knows only does this. Um, so one action concentration. Uh, uh, you can see within range of a charisma saving throw. So it fails. Um, 
while well, every time she uh, uh, makes an attack or saving throw before the spell has to roll d4 and subtract the number away from the attack roll or saving throw. So for the next minute, um, he has a d4 disadvantage essentially um, as ever Otis tries to attack. Um, and that will be Elgnib's turn. That brings us to Ian. Ian, you've just had this explosion uh, happen in front of you. And as this happens, the blade starts to dull. Um, okay. However, you are aware that the Displacer Beast has charged towards you behind you before being pulled away by Alaria's uh, uh, Thorn Whip. What would you like to do? So how far is the Displacer Beast away from me? So on the map it looks like it's right behind. But So technically, right now, um, you yeah. are f it's five foot away from you, but because you're on the diagonal, you'd have to move yeah. five feet to get into an attacking space if you wanted to do that. Okay. Um, so yes, please, I'm going to attempt what I attempted last time. So I'm going to move towards him. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to attack with the moon sword, which even though it's dimmed, it's still a great sword. Yep. It's uh, a great sword, isn't it? No, it should be a long sword. Long sword, sorry. Long sorry. sword. I believe um, it's a long sword I gave you. Um, let me... So that is a 24. 24? That will hit, yes. That hit, and now just got to make sure I do the right damage because now it's not lit, it does different damage. So it does 1d8 plus 3. Okay, cool. I'm not trying so, to find the uh, thing I made for you so I can say if it's a long sword or not. Right. So slashy damage Yep. is uh, 9. 9 slashing damage. Lovely. As my bonus action, I would like to cast uh, Thunderous Smite because I've hit something with a melee weapon. Okay. Um, so apparently it deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage to it. So, let's roll that. Bob -da -bob 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 -bob. Oh, I should have just pressed the button. Um, nine thunder damage. Nine thunder damage. Excellent. There is a booming sound of thunder, because let's have all the explosions and noises tonight. Excellent. It's nearly bonfire night! Hooray! <laughs> so you turn, uh, you f walk over, I've only moved you five feet to get into a range yep. of attacking, but if you'd like to move Sorry. further, do tell me. Um, you step round and you take the Moonblade, you see it's starting to dim, so you slash across the uh, the the flank of the, uh, of the beast. Um, it seems to be in a very kind of like weird stewing moment as it kind of shakes its head and tries to uh, kind of initiate its... Uh, its displacement again um, yeah. and also seems to be focusing on something else which you're not sure what's happening um, as as he does it ian says i'm sorry i'm sorry you look really innocent i'm sorry um you as you say you squatch across it and then as you do you then uh, focus a, a might of energy into it and there's a boom as you slide Oof. the blade across him um doing that extra bit of damage excellent yeah. that will bring us to otis who is going to growl very aggressively uh, and turns both tentacles towards you, Ian. Um, uh, Otis, come on, man. That first Isn't one free? is a 17 to hit. Uh, that's, just your right the, that's right on the level because I've not got my shield. Yep, so that that would be uh, that'd be meats, so therefore does damage. I'll roll to see if the second one hits yeah, before okay. I do anything as well. Nah, that one won't. It's a, it's a nine altogether. Um, so, you will be taking... Um, you take nine points of bludgeoning damage. And two points of piercing damage. 
as both tentacles just whip around and then slap oh sorry i just realized something he doesn't hit ignore me i forgot to roll his uh his uh, d4 advantage his uh um minus bane, bane, ah! bane has yes which is a mm. one which brings him to 16 so he wouldn't hit so you don't take wouldn't that damage hit. Uh, okay, I so like that <laughs> both both tentacles start to writhe and then slap towards you, but there's almost like some you see like these weird gentle ethereal hands grab them and then pull them back away from you as they come towards you. Um, they look surprisingly like ethereal versions of Elgnib's gloves, um, oh, if yeah. you would. Um, Ian, Ian looks very confused at what is going on and was about to prepare himself to like fight back, but. What the fresh hell is this? So. <laughs> um, with that, uh, the uh, the the big burly war forged is now going to come charging forward. There he is. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, and still Good. carrying Martin's head on the blade, will continue. <laughs> will continue <laughs> running forward and l- l- loops it over his shoulder. Is. Loops his older shoulder to try hit him with uh, the first attack. That's a two, so that's not going to hit. Um, and he will use his action surge in a very annoyed fashion as the blade hits the sand and next to the displacer beast, looks at the beast and just huffs and brings the blade back up. Um, that will be... That'll hit. Um, do, 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 do. 10, 14 points of damage to the displacer beast. Um, actually... I'm a fool. That still hit. That's fine. Um, because it's his turn again, uh, the, it's been the end of his turn. The Displacer Beast's function would start at the end of its turn, but then also taking the damage from Dizzy stops it again. <laughs> For God's sake. That brings us back to the top of the round with Alaria. As you're all circling around this uh, poor Displacer Beast. What would you like to do? Bitty bitty beast. Uh... I'm going to use my shoebop duwadi wadi. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going to hit it. Uh, what bamboo? Um, <laughs> so you fly forward, casting shillele, for those that don't know what, what uh, Jade has just said. Shoe-bop we all knew. <laughs> um, casting shillele into your quarterstaff and flying forward, you smack him on the end of the nose. Roll for attack. You don't have disadvantage with this one. Yay! <laughs> 18! 18 hits! Roll for damage. <laughs> that is 5! Five. 5? Lovely. Um, excellent. So as I say, you come flying up and you just swat him on the end of the nose with, with your quarterstaff and you hear this kind of like poo as it hits against him as the magic kind of imbues down the end of your quarterstaff. Um, <laughs> anything else for you, dear? Um, no... Okay. Um, Nib is just going to sit back, uh, picks up a program next to him, and just starts flicking through it, keeping his focus on the uh, focus on the bane. Um, that brings us to Ian. What would you like to do, Ian? Ian, Ian will um, stab at. Ian will try and lop the head off of um, Tis. Okay. Uh, roll for attack. It doesn't have disadvantage at this point. Okay. Uh, that's 11. So that's 11. Doesn't... Unfortunately, again, you... Shut up, Siri. Um... <laughs> shush. Shush. <laughs> shush now. 
Not now. Um, so you you bring the blade down, trying to hit, and again, almost in the same fashion as Ian, uh, not Ian, sorry, uh, Dizzy, you bring the blade down and it hits the sand next to the displacer beast. Unfortunately, you don't have an action surge to do a second attack at this point. Uh, as you both, uh, Ian and Dizzy, look at each other and just kind of do that kind of, I know, right? Um, yeah, right. Oh. Don't you just hate it when you try and kill a displacer beast and you hit the don't sand? Don't you just hate Mondays? Um... I guess it's just a case of the Mondays. <laughs> um, anything else for you, Ian? No, that was it. Thank you. Lovely. That brings us to Otis, who is going to flick one tentacle at Dizzy and one tentacle at Alaria. So, for Alaria... Oh, dairy. Um, that is... Forbidden. Uh, that's 19 still oh, with the... No! All right, fine, yeah. Okay, so you will be taking... Oh dear. Uh, you take uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage and okay. five points of piercing damage. Um, okay. As this one tentacle comes up and you see that glove appear again trying to gather, grab the tentacle but this kind of like Venus flytrap end of the tentacle swats around you and you feel these weird like prickly spines inside it start to dripple into you and then it pulls back leaving you in midair. Um... He also was trying to attack Dizzy, um, which that one uh, would be uh, still hits with that. So he will be doing to Dizzy. Um, that's nine, ten points altogether to Dizzy. Tink. Lovely. Um, the Displacer Beast is back to its full form um, as it. Uh, as it sits, uh, kind of focusing its energy, trying to bring its displacement back. Uh, that brings us to Dizzy, who is going to try to hit it with its greatsword. Oh, and that's a natural one, which we know what happens, don't we, children? Uh, <laughs> Dizzy hurts himself. <laughs> because because why not? Uh, ten points to Dizzy from himself. The same amount that the displacement piece has just done. <laughs> so Dizzy brings his greatsword up and as he tries to swing it down uh, he he catches something he, you're not really sure what's happening but there's some sort of like gear or something in one of his shoulders and you hear it kind of raking down alongside his arm as it moves down and then just a small Ow. piece of metal shoots out across the uh, across the way towards uh, some unoccupied seat where nobody is hurt um, that brings us uh, back to the top of the round with Alaria what would you like to do, dear? Just check him. Oh, no, I can't do that. I mean, I can. I would just be a complete dick if I did. <laughs> <laughs> do it. No, I'm not. I don't want to hurt you guys, so I'm not going to. Do it. Do it. Okay, fine. Well, do she's it. really fucking angry at being hurt, so okay. the rage in her just builds, and I, I do thunder wave. Excellent. I mean, it is the first yeah, time technically you've ever been hit, as especially if you've lived in your community where no yeah. fights really happen. This is the first time you've had yeah. the retaliation, essentially. So it makes perfect sense. A Go real retaliation and not just kids play for yeah. 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 <laughs> and she did say that she's accidentally cast this before, yes. so it's fitting. Go for it. What do you need from us? A constitution saving throw. Constitution. Sorry, everyone. Uh, no, that's no, no, from no. Uh, everyone not... In 15 feet. 
Yeah, that would be everyone in yeah. without Algnip, sorry, who's about 20 feet no. away from you. Excellent. Yeah. Um, got a 10. Ian got a 10. Um, oh no. Oh no. The Displacer Beast got a 6. And Dizzy got a 7. <laughs> so you all fail. Yeah! <laughs> I have oh, no! <laughs> and you are all going to take uh, nine points of thunder damage. Nine, nine points of thunder damage? Are you crazy? I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's alright, it's fine. So, uh, as, as you take this moment and you kind of shake it off and look at what's happening around you, you look at the displacer piece down in front of you and you just feel this uncontrollable strop started to raise up inside you and you take your stance as Tinkerbell and you slam your yep. foot on the ground and as you slam your foot on this invisible ground below you as you're floating mid-air there is a boom as the foot lands and everyone in front of you just kind of almost it does thunder thunder clap also knock people back or am I getting it mixed up? Well, let me check. I think that's um... I think that's the the other one. The this other one. one uh... Oh wait, hang on. No, this is this one. In addition okay. to un in addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed ten feet away from you by the spell's effect, and the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to three hundred feet. Nice. So everyone in the general vicinity knows that something just went down. <laughs> 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 um, I'm sorry, Crendel, but anybody that was still trying to anyone sleep, who was sleeping, you're not yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, sorry, with un, uh, with the items thing, I don't think that's people then, so they wouldn't move. They well, just kind of on a on a failed save, oh, the creature takes two d8 thunder damage and is pushed. Oh, there we go. That's fine. So okay. they yeah. also. So with that, for fun, you also get a uh, attack of opportunity <laughs> on um on the. Uh, the Displacer Beast. Do it! Oh, I'm just going to hit it then. Yep. Swing for it. Is... It's not, is it? No, it's not. Oh, wait, it's, it's valid for a minute. So, yeah, my... Sh my sh Shawangawang. <laughs> Shawangawanguba. <laughs> I'm going to come up with as many as I can. Um, that's stalactive, right? Yep. yep. I just rolled 20, so that's 23. Natural 20! <laughs> so, oh, we uh, get to do the rule. Yes. With natural 20, we have agreed that we're not going to do the doubling of the dice result. We're going to double the number of dice now. So I believe you do a D8 damage normally. Yep. So you're now doing 2D8 plus your modifier Ooh, in damage ten. because of the critical. Which is the rules of written. 2D8 plus um, the modifier. Yes. Uh, sorry? 2D8 and then the modifier. Yeah. That's it, yep. Yep. <laughs> that was crap. <laughs> uh, three, four. Four damage. <laughs> yes. I mean, you did just uh, knock it uh, on its ass and basically push it ten feet away, and then whilst it Who? did, you you bop it on the nose Bumped as well. On the head. <laughs> Bad kitty. <laughs> uh, oh, that's such an Ilaria thing to do. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, that brings us to Elgnip, who's going to just continue watching, and you hear a gentle golf clap from the I side. Say, I feel like it's like proud dad moment. Is the vibes? <laughs> I feel like encore, encore. <laughs> um, that brings us to Ian. Ian, what are you doing? Boss, babe. 
really love it if Ian could conjure a huge spray bottle out of thin air and just spray it. <laughs> if you were a cleric, not a paladin, that'd be an amazing <laughs> spiritual weapon. Um, <laughs> it would be so useful. I know what I'm rolling next time I make a cleric. No. Um, anyway. <laughs> you want I just change my character to be a cleric? <laughs> Bear with. Be right back, baby. Um, <laughs> just play without me. Um, so we are that far away. Um, Ian's, to be fair, I've been using up all his spell slots, so there's not really a lot that Ian can do now apart from protect everybody. So, other than going, get back, he's fairly useless. So, let's stab again. Let's try and cut the head off of Otis. Otis, just give in, mate. Your, your time's over. Just absolutely die. You won't die on that. That's a 10. A 10, a 10 unfortunately, doesn't hit. Again, you've, you've just been knocked back from this thunderous boom from uh, from uh, Little Miss Tinkerbell. Uh, as you That's go why I missed, because and, my ears are ringing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, you're looking, yeah. and normally with a displaced beast, you can see two of them anyway, but as you look around, it's a bit like being inebriated, as you're seeing two of everything, as it slowly starts to come back in focus. Um, um, I was just hitting at the wrong Displacer Beast. <laughs> that will bring us to the Displacer Beast, who is going to um, use its tentacles to try attack one at you and one at Dizzy. Um, so for yourself, uh, that's not going to hit at all. That's basically a uh, that's a nine altogether, so that won't hit. Um, for Dizzy, um, that'll hit. Um, Nineteen. Plus seven, minus two. <laughs> <That'll hit. laughs> um, so he does to Dizzy to six points of. Oh. 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 So, uh, no. so the tentacles slap towards both uh, Ian and towards Dizzy. Um, the first one that goes flying towards uh, towards Ian again, that mystical glove appears and grabs it, throttles it for a moment, and pulls it back. Um, almost yanking Otis off the ground for a moment, but all, also whilst this happens, it doesn't seem to focus on the other one that slaps oh. into the breastplate of Dizzy no, no, no. and Dizzy just falls backwards oh. and lands on the ground inert. Oh. Um, that will bring us back to the top of the round with Elaria. Um... D- Dizzy's a construct, technically, isn't he? Um, technically, he is not. He is a <laughs> he is a humanoid. Uh, this was something that I had to research at the beginning of this game. Warforge don't count as a construct; they count as a living person. They're just made of metal and wood and such. Um, in that case, I'm I would like to do healing word then, please. Okay. So you seeing this? Just take a moment. You kind of shake it out of your strop and just go, "Oh no." And shout out a healing word. Go for it. Roll your uh, your healing. One d four plus one. He got two. <laughs> two. Excellent. Wow, James. That's the best <laughs> I mean, roll. It's two more than zero, so. <laughs> well, yes. Every and, little helps. As he just kind of turns and looks, uh, uh, kind of, he lands on the ground, and then his head turns and looks, and he just brings his thumb up towards you. You said, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else for you, Alaria? Would you like to move, do any other bits? I'm going to reconfirm the spell casting thing again. Yep. Um, I can do more than one if one is a cantrip and one is a spe- uh, 
an actual spell, is that right? Yeah, so one over first level, and can be the other one can be um, a cantrip, and uh, part of if you have bonus action left, you can only do it as a bonus action sort of thing. Yeah, so my healing word was bonus. is bonus action first yep. level. That's it. So you can uh, do so a cantrip I... as an action. Cool. Yeah. So can I do thorn whip as my action then, please? Yep. So you f- f- shout out, and as you do, you take uh, sight on the displaced beast again, and you just whip towards it. Um, go for your um, go for your attack. Um, is that with disadvantage? Uh, yes, it would be because he's just uh, he's just had the end of his turn again. And Dizzy didn't yeah. hit it, so it... Oh, I wish I hadn't asked now. <laughs> oh, I was just about to look at that and I go, hang on. <laughs> uh, uh, 11. 11. So Unfortunately, no. yeah, it goes... You see the two of them, you flick towards it, and as you do, it, the, the image that you're flicking towards disappears, and you can see where the actual body is again as you pull the form whip back, and then it starts to flick again, and you can't tell which one is actually the one you need to hit. Um... That will bring us to Aldnib, who's seeing this, um, I would say, at this point. Uh, what have you got, my boy? Let's have a look. Um, I think he also would uh, cast Healing Word on Dizzy, just seeing that he's still in damage area and would have seen this moment happen. So he casts Healing Word on first level. Which will be a d4 plus its spell casting ability, so three to whatever roll. So five points from uh, from Elgnib to Dizzy. Excellent. That brings us to Ian. What are you doing, Ian? And I, I probably should have said this immediately after he hit him, but can I use my reaction to do rebuke the violent? Um, immediately after an attacker deals damage with an attack against a creature other than you, you can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yeah, can do. Right. Um, so wisdom. Right. Right. That's my reaction. Yep. So I'll do a wisdom save for Otis. That's a seventeen. So that is a so it passed that so it will do half the damage. So how how much damage um, did Dizzy take? Uh, he took uh, sorry, what's wrong? Six plus the it was eight points of damage altogether. So um, the displacer beast will take four points of radiant damage. Okay, um, you notice uh, in this moment uh, just for that uh, that. As the radiant damage kind of flicks out from you towards the beast, it just pushes it off. Um, you're not okay. sure why or how it did it, but um, that's what happened. Um, it just uh, has a moment where uh, you're not sure if it's it's got something against radiant damage or if it has some other feature with its displacement that means that it doesn't take the damage, but it doesn't um, with that moment there. Um, okay. But, but that brings us back to your round, uh, your turn in the round properly. What would you like to do? Um, I think we are going to... How far away am I from it now? Still you right next still to it. You are still five feet away from it. Yeah, right next to it. Okie dokie. Um, let's uh, try and stab it again. Try and stab it. Go for it. It's because I have I have one spell slot left, but there isn't yeah. really a great deal I can do. So no, that's fine. I'm limited to stabbing and... Um, yeah. <laughs> 21. Say you... Sorry, what's I remember? Uh... It hasn't taken damage, so it would still have uh, you'd still have disadvantage on this. Sorry. 
Oh, okay. Uh, bear with them. At 21. 21? <laughs> uh, 21 hits. Hey! <laughs> yep. yeah, it was either 21 or 23, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> Man, that's uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> When the, when the sword is not lit, it is that cool. I don't know why I had to check again. So it takes uh, five slashing damage. Five slashing. Yeah. Um, do I cast under a smite at the same time? It's up to you. Well, that is a good question. Uh, uh yeah, yeah yeah we'll do thunder a smite at the same time because why not so so time go for it yep there's a part of thunder a smite we didn't do last time because i forgot because i didn't read it out so it's two um thunder damage two thunder so, damage. another clap of thunder yep. um, but also <laughs> um it, it a creature um it counts a uh, creature yeah creature is anything essentially um okay. so yep it needs to uh, succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away and not prone. That's a natural 20 on its strength saving throw. Okay, well, that definitely passed. <laughs> um, <laughs> 24 altogether. <laughs> Ian just stands there going, Why will you not just die? <laughs> <laughs> as, wow. As you cleave Where did into it. the pacifist a... go? Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> it knocked him over in the points. <laughs> Dizzy. As... I will not stand by while my friends get torn apart and pushed over by that cat. <laughs> um, so, um, as you say this, um, and as it turns and rolls on you after the amount of damage you've just done and nearly tried to knock it across the way, it swats both tentacles towards you, uh, Ian. Um, I don't know how it works with this bane against disadvantage and so uh, not disadvantage uh, against attacks uh, when an attack is a natural twenty, but I'm gonna say that it it kind of ignores the bane on that one because it's a critical hit regardless of. Because it has plus seven, it would still, regardless of what it rolls, it would still hit over your AC. So I'm going to say it still gets its critical. Okay. The other one also hits, because it was an 18 plus seven minus two. Um, so for you, um, I've got to roll the dice the same way. Uh, so it would now be, this is the natural 21. Um, that is... Uh, so you take 12 points of bludgeoning and 7 points of piercing. So I'm on minus 6. And then the second... What, what, what is your hit point maximum, may I ask? Actually, it, would, it wouldn't matter. Don't, don't, it doesn't matter on that one. Uh, because the second hit would just mean that as you go down... Then it's a the second one would hit to cause a death save fail, okay. but I believe because you're not prone, it counts as a, a critical against you. I can't remember the rules on this one. Oh god, that sounds right. As much as I don't want. To oh yeah, agree, that sounds, right. That sounds right. Let me just quickly pull up the rule on this one. Uh, uh, attacking unconscious. Five e. 
best Google. Uh, just put 5e on the end of it. Uh, <laughs> being attacked whilst unconscious auto crit. Here we go on Reddit D and D, um, which is a perfect place to go. Attack <laughs> oh, P. <laughs> uh, attack attack takes P. He is now an object. Anyone can uh, appear. He. Uh, what? That doesn't. You know what I said. Oh, here we go. Uh, takes negative HP. It also says the attack gets a crit. You know, however, in looking at unconsciously attacking or auto crit. <laughs> so yes, it would be an automatic. So you fail two death saves on that second hit. Ian. Okay, where are my death saves on here? Because I know you've got little boxes you can tick somewhere. Um, I don't know. Um, worry, don't you worry. Still... It's just, it's just. Like, as I, soon I as you aware. drop oh, your oh, hit oh, points yeah. so down, to, it so gives it for you. Two failures. Okay, cool. Super awesome. Well, so Ian, you oh, shouting, mother. you knocked him down, and, and then you watch as two tentacles just come up and slap across your face, and you everything goes blank, and you fall backwards yourself. Uh, for those that are still there, um, Do that, I get to at least say, "Oh, you big bastard!" Before everything goes, you blank. can say that. Oh, <laughs> you big bastard! As uh, as this happens, that brings us to uh, Dizzy's turn who is going to stand up with half his movement and is going to use his uh, his great sword to try and... First of all, actually, yes, he can do that. So he uses his bonus action to second wind. So he gets eight, ten points of healing back. Um, and then he's going to use his action to attack with a blade, which... Um, Did you save yourself? <laughs> which Displaced Beast did take damage, so it wouldn't have. Uh, wait, it's had its turn as well, so it would have disadvantage on that attack. Still rolls well. Um, four, four, plus four, so that's 12 points of damage as he cleaves into the, the beast. The beast now is looking a lot more haggard. It is, uh, it's got a lot more ropey over the last few moments. Uh, and this last slap towards Ian and then the blades cleaving across it, it starts to drop down and starts to look a lot ba more battered, but it's still hanging in there. Um, that brings us back to the top of the round with Ilaria. Uh, oh, I don't know what the best course of action is right now. What would she do? What would she do? She would save her friend. She wouldn't attack. Uh, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Ian at second level. Excellent. Go for Which it. Which is 2d4 plus 1. That is 7 points. So, Ian, you uh, wake up um, with That's... 7 points of healing. Um... Love you, boo. Thank you. Anything else for you, Ilaria? Um, that was still a bonus action, so I have a thorn whip. Excellent, go for it. Yes. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep whipping him. Go for <laughs> it. Him. Uh, that's another eleven because disadvantage. Um, he has taken damage, so you wouldn't have disadvantage on this <gasps> one. Hey. No way! That's that's a twenty-one. That will hit then. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> There's me being all sad. <laughs> uh, that is three stabby stabby piercing. Okay, and he also gets thorns. pulled. Uh, and four. pulled. Excellent. Uh, which pulls it right in front of you uh, because it gets Great. pulled ten feet. I so you flick towards uh, the beast and pull it again. Uh, it gets dragged across. You hear this going, as it gets dragged across the uh, 
the the sand. Um, technically, even though they're on the ground, I mean, one of them is on the ground. There are two attack of opportunities that are, are made there as uh, it comes out of Dizzy's and Ian's move. So, Ian, you look up, and as you see this displacer beast moving, you just raise your blade and swing towards it, um, just trying to like almost like you're trying to find purchase to get up, not just um, attacking the beast. So, if you'd like to roll an attack of opportunity. Okay. Oh my god. When will he die? <laughs> it could be. It could be soon. With what's just I rough. never Depending wanted on... the death of a cat so quickly in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I so, know. I was all for saving him until this shit. So Dizzy did damage. Um, how did you do, Ian? So does that mean I get advantage, or is it just one roll? It's one roll. To a roll, uh, sixteen. But- but flanking uh it's only if it's on opposite sides technically they're okay. on a diagonal with one another so it wouldn't technically count as flanking at this point but um, he's flanking with me um no because it's only flanking if you are right up in right like you're okay. both uh within five feet of another of the creature okay. sorry it's just okay. it's so because in that moment as everything happens at once you'd oh, be no, like, trying fine. to stop everything at both sides whereas there's a bit of space between each other but good yep. call, good call, no problem. Um, you, <laughs> one straight roll, 16, does hit. 16. Yeah! Um, it does nine slashy damage. Slashy! <laughs> How do you want to do this? Yes! Um, behead him. No, I'm gonna... You can't, myself off the ground, head, but... be a bit like, putting it on, but I'm all weak because I've just been dead. I saw the other side, it wasn't good. And... <laughs> And in a burst of energy, I'll take my sword and I will swing and lop its head off. So as you've watched the fawn whip wrap around it and start to pull it, you getting up and trying to swing the blade, and as you say, it cleaves across the 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 the, uh, the neck of the beast. It's already calling out and crying as it gets dragged across. It looks battered oh! anyway. Oh my god! No, and then the head cry. falls to the ground, <laughs> and the crying is no more. Uh, <laughs> And the body stops shuddering in its weird kind of displacement way uh, and settles on the ground as one as very he, I large have said, as cat. he does it, as he does it, he says, it's time to put you down, cat. Excellent. Please. Excellent. Uh, or something like euthanize this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and as you... as it needs as... to be a poster. <laughs> <laughs> As you uh, as you take this moment and you focus on the energy uh, of placing your blade in the right place, and uh, the beast drops, and there is a quiet that falls over the the uh, the big top, and then there's like a gentle sound of a babbling brook, as you watch as the circus around you starts to almost as the sun on the uh, horizon starts to rise, slowly just starts to disintegrate and fade away. And the beast and the body of Martin and all the souls slowly just start to disintegrate and wash away with the sun rising off in the distance. And you hear this much, you hear the same song singing uh, as the uh, as the souls travel back towards Crendel, towards their bodies. Um, but this time in a much more major and bouncy, bubbly tune. And you can see that just opposite where you are, you can see a tree and a small brook uh, against a field 
where a small sign sits reading Welsh Farm, please no trespasses. Farm. I don't even know what's going on anymore. And I think that is a very nice place for us to uh, to end the session. This has been quite a long one with the fight. <laughs> yes. Oh, well done, ladies. Yeah. Very well done. Oh, well done, well done, Steve. Keeping that going. The, uh, playing yes. an extra person and everything. Oh, it's, you know... I was going to say, you were playing, what, four people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, at one point it was four, and then, you know, one of them killed the other one, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a weird regicide in my own game. <laughs> but yes, uh, so that will be the end of the session. Thank you very much for, for listening and for watching. Um, we will be wrapping the campaign two uh, stuff here. Um, so next week, uh, you might get something a little different. We're not sure what we're putting out just yet, but keep an eye on our uh, announcements and things because you'll see that we've got some exciting things to wrap up the end of the year with. But um, I think as you all hit level four, you might as well finish here and we'll pick up in the new year with what happens up on the spine chill with the racing people and all that. <laughs> We wow. will never break the chain. Do, 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 do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yes, thank you very much for listening and watching. Thank you, my ladies, for playing. Um, Pleasure. Thank you for Liam for trusting me not to kill Aldnib. Um, I'm sorry for what I did to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, you made him wink at everyone. He started winking. Was he was basically like poison ivy for a moment. It was weird. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. All very strange. But yes, uh, please come back next week or whenever our special end of year wrap up comes out and enjoy our madness. Um, and yeah. we shall see you for campaign two with these lovely folk, or at least when I say these lovely folk, as in the characters, not the players. They'll be here um, in 2022. Yes. My God. Yes. <laughs> with a married man. Mm, a married man. Yes. Very, a very uh, regal. Elgnib return. Um, <laughs> all that want to say bye, say bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to 16 Candle Keeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Ian, Jade Leanne Pierce as Ilaria Lunala, and Liam Thornton as Elgnib Ayadelsa. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was created using the Sirenscape Fantasy app. Find out more of Sirenscape's work at sirenscape.com or go to tinyurl.com forward slash 16 sirenscape. That's 16 as a number, sirenscape one word. This is where you can find the exact soundscapes that were used in today's episode. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.